Hi, and welcome to The Energy Within. I'm your host, Casey, and I run a little energy business called Soul Sparkle Healing. Thank you so much for listening. Today, since it's my first episode, I kind of wanted to touch base on who I am and give you a little bit of my backstory so you know who you're talking to and you don't feel like I'm a stranger. I wanted to share a little bit about how my journey in energy ended up as a healer and how it's upgraded my life. I want to make it clear that I am by no means a therapist or a psychologist. I'm a person who struggled in life for a really long time, and I stumbled along the way to really embrace my true self and clean up my energy and level up. My approach is always open-minded. I never, ever want to portray that there's a hard and fast rule to anything. Um, When I stuck my toes in the water of energy healings, I really felt like I... I couldn't keep up with the black and white rigid rules of do this every day, do that every day. And it almost scared me out of it completely. Like I wasn't going to be focused enough or good enough. But my hope is to hope, hopefully inspire you to let you know that you don't have to follow rules and it doesn't have to be rigid. You can do what you feel and whatever you're called to and still level up your energy. You don't need to follow a schedule if you really can't, and you don't have to feel shame because you can't do all of the things every day. I don't. I work a full-time job in sales. I have three te- teenagers at home. I have two dogs, and I have a husband who take my time, as well as my soul sparkle healing business. I do what I can with the best of intentions, and that's pretty powerful. Once I stopped getting down on myself for not being able to wake up any earlier than like 5 a.m. and I can't meditate first thing in the morning because I fall asleep (laughs) or journaling every night, I sometimes forget. Once I let go of all of that, I, I really felt better. My approach is when you feel called to do so, just do it. No shame or judgment. When you can work on a few ways to connect with your inner voice and your intuition, you really get these good nudges that help you figure out exactly what you need in that moment and you can set them into existence. And what might, what you might need every day can kind of change from day to day. So it gives you that flexibility to give yourself what you need when you need it. So that's kind of where I land with the spiritual practice and my philosophy on your own your own practice at home Um, you do what you can when you feel called to and there's no shame if you didn't get a chance to there are always ways that you can connect to your mindfulness throughout the day and I think in another episode we'll cover the little ways to kind of mix that in with even Monday things just like drinking your coffee but we'll get there Um, I'll say it a lot though, intention is everything. So a little bit about who I am. I grew up in Michigan and I was a little bit different than everyone in my family. I was incredibly sensitive, emotional. I was always daydreaming and it was kind of hard for me to focus. Um, I was a decent student. I was pretty smart, but I didn't have a whole lot of desire for the things that didn't really kind of light my fire, like math homework. Um, But I was an average student. I had some friends, uh, but I struggled a lot with self-love and acceptance because I really didn't feel like anybody spoke my language or really understood me. Uh, 
I didn't feel understood and I really didn't feel loved. As I got older and I started dating, I found a man who adored me and I adored him. We had so much fun together and I finally found that home feeling that everybody had always talked about. So when we broke up, I was devastated. After a few months of putting myself back together, I was nearing the end of college and this guy at work started kind of grabbing my attention. He was different than what I had known and I was really drawn to that. He made me feel like I was perfect and he was lucky to have my attention, which was a really crazy idea for me. Our relationship was fast. We got engaged after like eight months of dating or something like that. We were really young and I really felt like no matter what life threw at us, we would be in this together. By the time we got married, I started to see the narcissist side. It got worse and worse and worse by the as the years went by. Um, my empath self thought that I could help and kept thinking that I could change things about myself to make him more happy or make our life better. And I slowly took on all of the negativity that he was portraying and it really drove me crazy. We had two wonderful babies in that time and I'm ashamed to say that all of that emotional turmoil and abuse, all of the things that I suffered from were so intense that there's huge blocks of time in their childhood that I don't even remember. And I give myself grace now, I know what that was, but that's a hard pill to swallow. I thought about leaving. We talked about how I wanted to be done, but he'd pull me back with this, I I can't be without you. I'll change, promise. He never did, and it it never did. And I slowly and surely got physically and emotionally sick until I didn't know who I was anymore. I ended up breaking down because basically my whole life was a mess and I bombed everything around me. I know now that it was kind of my guidance saying, okay, fuck it. If you're not going to pay attention to the red flags and stick up for yourself and do better for yourself, then we're just going to ruin this situation and it will force the issue. So after about an intense year or so of emotional turmoil, we finally officially split. Guys, after that, I swear I fucking flourished. I started listening to my gut and I let my inner voice speak. And she was like, yeah, finally, you can hear me. I ended up feeling all of these really intense pushes to help myself in ways that really kind of made me wonder, where is this coming from? What, is, what does this mean? But I had a, a enough time with my kids not being at home with me all the time that I thought, why not? I was broke, so broke, and I was struggling, but I decided to go to the dollar store one night and I found a pile of these really cute pillows and I made a meditation corner in my bedroom and I started listening to meditations on YouTube first to help me fall asleep but then after that to really I craved that attention and connection with my own voice um I felt the urge one night it was Thanksgiving I felt the urge to burn all of the shit he'd left in the house 
Um, I He moved out, and so I was left with this house and a big yard and all of the shit that was inside it. And I didn't know, I don't know what made me do it, but I grabbed all of the things that reminded me of him and felt like him or were given to me by him. And I had a bonfire in the backyard. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, that was a turning point. I was able to completely switch my mindset from trauma to growth. My meditations and um, the, the, the little experience that I was having really connecting with energy started my journey learning about chakras, which then led me to raising my whole vibration. In the meantime, after I had kind of just cut that cord and released all of that negativity, I sold the house. I got a place for me and the kids to establish a new life, and I found a new love. My next energy lesson, though, came after I slipped two discs in my back and pinched a nerve in my spine that left me in constant pain and limited mobility. I ended up having a spinal surgery to fix it, and I felt better for a while, but after a bit, it started to kind of feel like something wasn't right again. So again, here's my intuition, like, nope, nope, this is not better. Go ask for help. So I listened this time, and I did. And they ran a handful of tests and came back and said, well, clinically, you're okay. There's nothing abnormal about your spine. So here's some more pills, and if you feel any discomfort, take them, which is not a solution in my opinion. So me being frustrated, sure enough, bam. I slip both the same discs and pinch that same nerve again. My intuition knew and I just wasn't showcasing the signs that the medical community wanted to look for. So again, lesson for me, get loud and keep yelling when you know something's not right. So another surgery and subsequent recovery brings this whole ordeal to about two and a half years of injury, surgery, recovery, medication, fog, and pain. So here I am, in all reality, I'm living my best life. I've bounced back from trauma. I've changed things. I've taken chances. I got a better job, which paid me a hell of a lot more money than I was making even two years ago. And I am in a happy and healthy relationship, and yet still I just can't feel good, as in like the total package feel good. So I started researching alternative medicine, and I found Reiki healing in my area. So I went to a chiropractor who had a holistic focus, and she also offered energy work. I talked to her for a little bit on my injuries, (laughs) and how I just felt like I needed more. I needed more help. And the first session was legit life-changing. I worked out, walked out of her um, office feeling way less pain than I had felt. Um, the tightness was much, much, much better. And it kind of lifted that negative energy that had that I didn't know, but I was carrying around on my back for the past 12 years. This Reiki stuff, this was it for me. I was so intrigued by the process that when I went home and started researching what energy healing really was, I dove right in. 
I found a place and I got my Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 certification. I made some more friends who kind of spoke that weird woo-woo language that I kept thinking about. And I realized that my sensitivity in life, it had always been pointed out to me that it was a flaw. But it wasn't. It was a strength. And I was an empath. And with proper understanding of what that was, I was able to harness that skill and let it harm me a little bit less. As any empath knows out there, it's a balance to know whether you're soaking in somebody else's energy or if it's your energy that you're carrying. And subsequently, it's hard to figure out whether or not you need to release something or process something because it's yours or release it because it's not. So I had a whole new outlook on my life and myself and I had a better understanding of who I really was. I also dove in and made sure that I knew my own energy and learned how to kind of connect to my own intuition. I realized that I'm alone the master of my experience and I fully embrace that now. When there's a problem, I look for the cause and I address it. I took shame out of the equation and I just listened. I learned so much and went to search for all of this knowledge on how to be a better version of myself. I understood energy and healing so much more and I felt the push and the desire to be a source for what others who felt like I did needed. Not only did I want to give energy healings, but I also wanted to be that compassionate friend with all of these ideas that I was looking for to help inspire and motivate me. You know, that does it, what does it mean to trust the universe source or how do I navigate through times when I'm still, how do I navigate through tough times um, when I'm still trying to radiate positivity and love. So to help me with that, I got my life coach certification to really help me focus on listening and creating uh, better people skills so I could better connect with people and inspire them to love themselves a little more and try to um, kind of dabble in things that modern society doesn't always look at. If you walk up to a stranger, for instance, and you ask them, hey, how's your energy today? Most people would think that that's a super bizarre question and they wouldn't have an answer. But I know that finding that connection with your energy and your emotions is the key to becoming a more healthy version of yourself. It doesn't have to be a deep dive into a spiritual rabbit hole. Um, There's so many beautiful ways that you can come at this self-love stuff with like a practical and incredibly impactful experience. I'm a student of the human experience and I try to learn all of the things that I can about everything. Um, I look at crystals and magic and sound healing and grounding, connecting with nature, shadow work, Akashic records, law of attraction. My philosophy is really that all of these things are things that humans have done for thousands of years to improve their quality of life. And even though maybe society doesn't do this all that often, it doesn't make it wrong. 
And maybe because we struggle so much as a collective with depression and anxiety, um, maybe mainstream society has gotten away from these things that are really here to help us. We're powerful, magical, divine beings with the ability to connect with elements and energy and help us heal and, and grow. That's why I got my Reiki Master certification and spent so much time generating and creating new conversations and workshops and content for social media to hopefully help and share some inspiration with others who are on that bubble of, I know there's more I can do to love myself, but I'm not 100% sure where to start. So here in this podcast, we will talk a little bit more about energy and manifesting vibrations and meditation. I'm kind of a balance between a science nerd and a hippie, so I like to boil things down with statistics and studies to back the things that these natural healing community has really talked about for centuries. I can't wait to create some fun and thought-provoking content to help inspire and motivate others to look inward and create a vibrant, joyful life. I really believe that you're the master of your own vibration and keeping that positive energy flowing will no doubt show you an increased love and joy and opportunities in your life. So with all of that said, um, thanks for so much for taking a moment and getting to know me a little bit better. So hopefully you feel like listening to this podcast is more like sitting down with a friend and having coffee. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Casey Soul Sparkle. It's K-A-C-I-E. And Facebook at Soul Sparkle Healing. I picked this name because I had a friend who was talking about this comedian's clip about how she had this amazing level of self-confidence because her mom had really instilled that in her. And almost effortlessly she was not afraid to be her authentic self she said her upbringing almost gave her such a bold and dangerous level of self-confidence it was like i don't care what you think of me i fucking sparkle and i thought that was hilarious but it's also beautiful it really hit my mission spot on you fucking sparkle and you should always have that unbridled confidence in life to share love and receive love and inspire and heal and thrive with all of that joy that our human journey should allow. So let your soul sparkle. I'll leave you with that statement today. Let your soul sparkle. And I hope you join me on the next episode where we skip the meet and greet and dive into topics that inspire your best self and your growth and your healing. So until next time, Keep your vibes high and let's celebrate the energy within. Sending love to you.